Blog Talk Radio. Cause it's a new season. It's a new day. It's a season of power and prosperity, yes it is, it's a new season and it's coming to me, or if you believe that, lift your hands and say, it's a new season, it's a new day. Hello and happy, happy New Year from Roberta of Roberta Inspires Omni Media. It is a new season and it is a new day, and we bless God for it. January the second. It's exciting because this is my grandfather's birthday, and I say happy heavenly birthday to Daddy because there's no man like you, no man that will ever be like you. What a wonderful man of God my daddy was. And yes, I am I'm a daddy and a mommy's girl, so that's always something special with the dad when you're a daughter. Um you have a really good, good father. So I just want to um say that and acknowledge that today we are going to be talking about vision, vision two thousand nineteen, twenty nineteen and crafting your vision. And my guest today is Doctor Sandra Wall-Williams, and she's the CEO of the Vision Building Women's Institute, and um, we're longtime colleagues, 
and friends from a number of years now. Um, we were at Regent and Seminary together. Um, but she has gone on to build so many things. Um, she has extensive work in professional development and coaching. She's, um, I mean, how do I describe Dr. Williams? But she's a strong businesswoman, and she has a bachelor's and master's in mathematics, a doctorate in education from North Carolina State University, and a master's of divinity focused in church and ministry from Regent University. She served as the senior vice president and chief of IT, data, business intelligence, and distance learning for the North Carolina Community College System. It's the third largest community college system in the world. She's the author of The Ministry Within, and she has just accomplished a number of things. Such an admirable person and such a genuine person. So without further ado, let me welcome to Inspire Radio, Dr. Sandra Wall-Williams. Welcome, Dr. Williams. Welcome Thank to Inspire you, Radio. Thank you, Thank so you so much. It's a, glad to be here. Yes, and I appreciate you honoring us once again with your presence and your knowledge and expertise. And we're, so we're starting the new year off fiercely here. <laughs> and I hope you've had a very happy new year. I saw your family vision board on Instagram. I thought that was really neat that you all um, did that. Yes, I'm ma'am. We had um, some. I'm sorry. No, we just we had some couples, and we just decided to to do a vision board party, do something like that for New Year's Day, as opposed to just eating collard greens and black eyed peas. We decided <laughs> to do a vision board party. <laughs> yeah, that sounds good. Instead of hoping that it'll be better, making some plans. That's wonderful. Um, I've talked about your professional background. Um, are there things that you'd like to highlight about your professional and education background? Um, well, you know, you gave the the, the majority of it. Um, you know, one thing I would like to say is that I thoroughly believe that all of uh, everything that I've ever accomplished, you know, I've gotten awards, the degrees, those types of things, but I believe they all prepared me for uh, where God has me today which is helping women to manifest their vision, whether that vision is for their life, their calling, their career, their ministry, their business, but whatever is inside of them, uh, inside of their heart to do and to accomplish, to actually help them accomplish that. So, uh, yes, there are many accolades. Uh, yes, there are degrees. Yes, there are lots of things that I've done, and but they all have – culminated to this particular season in my life, which is to help other women to manifest their vision. Through the Vision Building Women's Institute. Mm-hmm, exactly. Right. Through the Vision. And the Vision Building Institute is literally equipped for expansion. Um, that's what we do. We oh, equip wonderful. women to expand their life and um, expand their vision. And so uh, the Vision Building Institute is about three years old now, and it's growing a lot faster than I expected. <laughs> uh, but that's it seems longer to me. Okay. <laughs> yes, it's so officially good. three years and old. Officially three years old. Tell us about the uh, broadcast that you do every Sunday night. Okay. Every Sunday night in the Vision Building uh, Women Facebook group, 
uh, we do a uh, teaching on just that, on expansion. It's teaching. Um, it's not a lot of hype. I go straight into uh, teaching women how to expand themselves. And basically I focus on a couple of different areas. Um, I focus on how to focus. I focus on discipline, uh, position, accountability, uh, community, those uh, things that help you to make an impact wherever you are. And that's actually the name of the broadcast on on Sunday evenings. The teaching is actually called Impact. And um, there's also right. mentoring there, uh, that sort of thing. So it's a little bit of everything in terms of mentoring and teaching and coaching, but it's focused more on those things that will help women to expand themselves. That is so, so great, so great, so great. I'm going to um, ask you some more questions, too, about some of the services and programs you provide, because if people are working, trying to craft a vision and working, it really helps to have a coach or a mentor. Tell us a little bit about how people can work with you in a group or one-on-one, please. Okay. So the the best way that people – uh, can work with me. I have several different areas. Of course, there's the the one-on-one, the individual individual coaching, but there's also I have classes that I have um, that focused around vision and moving to that next level and getting to that next level of success. I have courses. The courses are online. There are some courses that are live via um, Zoom, which is a uh, a video uh, streaming technology. So you can be anywhere in the world and actually take the course. We just finished up um, a course called Procrastination to Purpose. Uh, we did that the last month of the year. It was so appropriate. We did Procrastination <laughs> yep. to Purpose the last month. Of the, and it was so wonderful. I've gotten such great feedback from that. So I think we're going to offer that one again sometime soon. But uh, the one-on-one coaching, I also do group coaching, group coaching around specific areas, um, you know, where everybody in the group is moving towards the same type of thing. Um, the, the individual classes. I also have a a certification program where I certify women to be vision coaches. And vision coaches are uh, coaches who focus on helping women to get to their next level. And so uh, we just finished a cohort uh, at the end of last year, end of 2018. So we just finished that cohort. We're getting ready to start up another cohort. It is a five-month program, um, but it's intense. It's hands-on. Again, um, that program is via video, meaning video conference, which means it is um, uh, live with me and with other coaches working with uh, the women that we're certifying so that they can learn how to develop their coaching programs, learn the business of coaching, learn so much about how to coach. There's so much involved in coaching, but we do all of that. And afterwards, there's an after uh, component of the program where you can uh, continue to actually have access uh, to the coaches, to your, to, your, to your instructors, so that you can ask questions and those sorts of things while you're building your business. So the Vision Coach Certification Program, courses, one-on-one, or group coaching is how we do um, a lot of the uh, training within the Vision Building Institute. That's wonderful. Folks, you better take advantage of it. Um, <laughs> let's talk a little bit about vision. And by the way, I was in the procrastination class. I didn't want to interrupt her, but I was in it. And I uh, got to get a move on here. Got to get a move on. <laughs> Don't want to get a bad grade in my class. 
no, 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 no. <laughs> Tell us, Dr. Williams, what does the Bible say about vision? Everybody gets running for it, but what does the scripture say? Well, you know, um, there are about 175 uh, scriptures that actually mention the word vision. But when you look at those two words, there are the Bible breaks down vision into two types. The Bible breaks down vision in terms of being able to see something in the future, all right, and being able to just see something right now, like the kind of vision that most of us know, vision with your eyes. So we want to we want to look at those uh, scriptures that talk about, you know, what does the Bible say about vision, what God is showing me for my future? What is God, what do I see? What do I want to be? And there are two that I absolutely always go to and go by, and that is, and if you've ever looked at vision, then these two are very familiar, and that is Habakkuk chapter 2, verses 2 through 3. So if your, your viewers are, um, your listeners are writing, I would write that one down. Habakkuk chapter yeah, 2, right. verse two, two, 2 through 3. And that one just simply says to write the vision and make it plain on tablets that they may, um, that whoever reads it can run with it. And then it goes on in verse 3 that says, for the vision is yet for an appointed time. Uh, but at the end, it will speak and it will not lie. If it tarries or if it seems slow in coming, still wait for it because it's still going to take place. That one is my favorite because that one is the one that um, tells people, look, you've got to write the vision. You've got to make it plain. Whatever's inside of you, whatever that thing is, that, that dream, that desire that you have been wanting to do, write it down. Okay, that's the first thing. Write it down. Make it plain because there are people that are waiting for it uh, because that's the other part of the scripture. It says that he who reads it uh, can run mm-hmm. with it. And so that's there are right. people that are waiting for that vision. And then, you know, um, sometimes, you know, we talk about things may get in the way. There may be obstacles and we don't really get to go uh, do the vision like we want to or execution, execute the vision like we want to. Well, the Bible and, and verse 3 tells us, you know, it is going to come. It's for an appointed time. And if it seems slow in coming, still wait for it, which means that even if right. we get flat <laughs> and we don't do what we're supposed to do, it's coming because God gave that vision to you. He didn't give it to anybody. Right. He gave the vision to you. Right. He gave the people that are waiting for that vision to you. So we should move forward with it. So that was Habakkuk 2, 2 two three. The other one is Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. And that one mm-hmm. says, where there is no revelation, the people cast off restraint. Yeah. But happy is he mm-hmm. who keeps the law. And that one is more one that just says to have some sort of divine guidance. Because if you don't, you're going to mm-hmm. run wild. That's basically it. You know, you have to have something that guides you. And that's what vision does. You know, vision um, guides you. And it does more, it's more than just a piece of paper on some words. I mean, you talked about the vision board party um, that we had, you know, yesterday um, for our family and, and our close friends. And, you know, those are, those are pictures on paper. But we've got plans, you know, to how are we going to hold each other accountable for making those things happen? You know, so a vision is more than just something that you see and you do nothing about. When you really, really have vision, and both of these scriptures speak to this, you've got to take action on it. You know, so vision is, yes, about seeing something that you would like to do, that you would want to do, but God goes further, and when he speaks to vision in the Bible, and both those scriptures and in other scriptures, I won't go through all of them, but in both those scriptures, vision (laughs) 
has to have action associated with it. Because when God gives you something, he shows you something, he doesn't mean for you to hold it. He means for you to take action with it. And so vision and action actually go together in the scriptures. So um, I know it's a lot, but, you know, I get excited when I start talking about this. <laughs> this is, but you know what? You're anointed. It, so. Yeah, you're anointed for this. You're called to talk about vision. You're called to teach about vision. So you're you're on overflow. You're gonna always be on <laughs> overflow. I mean, with that, you know, that's your thing, and and, and it's in, it's ingrained in the fiber of who you are. And God's just mm-hmm. released it. So anyway, um, what are some of the elements of a personal vision, and why is it important? I think you sort of addressed this. Why it's important to have a personal vision statement. So you have the vision, but what about the statement? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Roberta, that is so, so, such a good question. And I'll tell you why. Because so many people think the elements of a, of a personal vision are to have this in your vision or like to have a, a vision statement. And that's wonderful. And some people say, well, you know, if I, I can never get my vision statement right. That's because, you know, when you start working on your personal vision, it's going to become clearer and clearer and more clear and, and, mm-hmm. and over and over the more you work on it. The problem is that people never mm-hmm. start working on that personal vision. Until you start working mm. on it, it's not going to become clear. So people are looking for something to become clear that they haven't started working on to begin with. And people say, I've heard people, women that I work with say, well, my vision has changed over the years. No, your vision hasn't necessarily changed. Your vision has expanded because you've started it. You've gotten more, you've gotten, right. uh, the vision has become clearer as you worked on it. So when I talk about the elements of personal vision, you know, when you have a personal vision, number one, that vision should be focused. Um, and, and it becomes more focused, and like I said earlier, more clear as you begin to work on it. So the first element is focus. The second element of a personal vision is the discipline to work it because you can have a personal vision, but if you don't have the discipline to work it, if you don't have the discipline to say, okay, um, part of my vision for this year, let's say, is to write a book. Okay, and everybody says they want to write a book. You'll hear people say, oh, I've got a book inside me. Well, that's great. You might have that vision. But what are you going to do? What is the discipline behind that uh, going to be to actually make Mm. that happen? Mm -hmm. The third one is something that I call position. The third element of personal vision is something that I call position. And position is not um, stature, meaning that I had this position on my job or I had this position in my church. Position is where God has you in this season in your life. So, and then what right. is God doing in you? You know, what is he doing inside of you? How is God developing your character in this season of your life? How is God preparing you for the vision that, that he's already given you? Um, the next element is that I have in terms of personal vision is accountability. You know, if you can have all the vision in the world, but if you don't have someone to hold you accountable for making it happen, then is, are you really going to do it? I mean, again, going back right. to the book example, people say, well, you know, I want to write a book. All right, then find someone to hold you accountable, to ask you, send you a text, give you a phone call every single day, say, did you work on your book yesterday? If you did, how much did you get, did you get done? Okay, it's hard to hold yourself accountable. Self-accountability is very difficult. And while there are some things that I hold myself accountable for, there are other things mm-hmm. that I know immediately I've got to find an accountability partner to, to help right. me or work with me or this may never happen. So focus, discipline, 
uh, internal and external position, accountability. And then the last part of personal vision is community. You you must have some people around you or be in groups um, or have a, a community such that these people are going in the same direction as you. See, when you have vision and you are around people that don't want to mm-hmm. work their vision the same way that you do, then what you're going to find happen is you're going to find that uh, you will start finding obstacles to your vision. Obstacles will come up, and most of the time, obstacles begin in your mind before they begin anywhere else. So wow, you've got to be in a community of like-minded people so that those people can support you in moving your vision forward and you can support them. So when you talk about the the elements of a personal vision, you know, it's it's about focus and discipline and position and accountability and community. And remember that I said earlier that vision is about action. So I tell people all the time, you can write and write and write to your heart's content about your vision. You can have a vision statement. That vision statement can become right. more and more clear, but the only way it's going to become clear is if you begin to take action on it. That's when you start seeing some impact. That's when you start seeing those things that, you know, the Bible uh, speaks of, uh, speak about those, speak those things that are not as though they were. When you start executing or you start putting some action towards a vision, the vision that you can't necessarily see right now with your, with your natural eyes, you'll, be, you'll see it happening mm-hmm. when you start to work it, when you start to take some action on it. That is the truth. I mean, I'm just writing notes, mm-hmm. writing notes. It's excellent. You said focus, <laughs> discipline, accountability, and community. I love it because we're created to be influencers and to make an impact. And in order to do all of that, you've got to have a vision and action plan filled with all your goals and tactics on what you're going to do. Whew, what can I say? Folks, I want to say this is Inspire Radio with your host, Roberta, Roberta Inspires Omni Media, and you are listening to Dr. Sandra Wall-Williams, who's the CEO of WMS uh, Corporation and also the founder of the Vision Building Women's Institute. I mean, you, you got so much just out of those, those few questions. It's just phenomenal. And I'm trying to get more out of her. Don't you worry. She's not done yet, not with Inspire Radio. (laughs) Let me ask you this. Why is it necessary to even understand God's vision for your life? And I want to add in also, you know, with vision kind of casting forward, how does the mission statement integrate into this and how is it different? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you'll get all, for the latter part of that question about how does the mission state differ from the vision statement, you'll get all sorts of different answers for that. You know, because you'll have corporate answers, you'll have individual answers. And I've been in lots of classes on mission versus vision. And basically, you know, uh, vision is what you're going to take action on. That's it. Vision is just simply, you know, what are those things in your life that you're going to take action on? And mission is, you know, the overall big picture of the why. You know, why is it that you have to to do something, Mm -hmm. you know? So mission is the overall big picture of why, uh, and vision is what you're going to take action on. And then why is Mm -hmm, it necessary to understand Mm -hmm. the what? Yeah, exactly. And why is it necessary to understand God's vision for your life? Well, you know, one of the things, 
that, that I found out is that if you don't understand what it is that um, or God's vision for your life and what it is he wants you to do to, to move his kingdom forward, then you're going to lack some things in your life. So, for example, mm. a vision gives you passion. And if you don't have something that you're passionate about, and then what are you going to be working towards? You know, how are you going to work towards something and you don't necessarily have a passion for it? So a vision uh, for your life will give you passion. Think about it. If, even if you think about um, a vision that you might have for your career, say, for example, you want to uh, move into a leadership or a C-level, a chief-level executive position, say, in the next three years, all right, on your job. And that's doable, all right? But in order for that vision to take place, you've got to have a passion for it because the requirements, the actions to make that sort of vision happen, you may have to go back Mm -hmm. to school. You may have to get a different degree. You may have to take some certification classes. In order to have the drive and the motivation to do that, you've got to be passionate for it. So a vision will give you passion. I mean, just like if you want to write a book. I mean, you know, God says, I want you to write a book about your struggles and the things that you've happened and how you've overcome them so that you can help other women. You have to be passionate about that because to write takes time. The The book publishing process yes, takes yes. time and it takes mm-hmm. energy and discipline, you know. And so, again, you've got to be passionate about that. So, um, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's necessary to understand God's vision for your life because that vision will give you passion. Another thing is that vision will give you priorities. You know, you'll be mm. able to prioritize what it is that you do or you're working on based on the vision that you have for your life. So, you know, very simply put, you know, my son plays basketball and, you know, he has mm-hmm. a, a vision of the future past um, past high school. And so I tell him all the time, and he understands this, that if that's your vision, then your priority has to be in the gym. You've got to go work out. You've got to go practice. You've got to take those 250 shots a day so that you can uh, shoot from anywhere on the court. You've got to, those, those will become your priorities. You know, uh, if, if you say that you want to uh, go to the next level on your job to reach that chief level um, executive position or whatever the next level you want to be, if it requires certification or if it requires a degree, if it requires other kinds of things, then those become your priorities. You know, uh, people say, well, you know, I want to have a, a deeper relationship with Christ in 2019. I want to spend more time. Well, then that becomes your priority. Whatever your, your vision is, your, your vision forms your priorities. Now you know what it is that you can be working on. So, and so you know, sometimes uh, I'll say, you know, uh, I can't go to the, to the mall. I have some friends may call. Let's go to the mall and just hang out. Well, it's hard for me to go to the mall and hang out. I've got a business to run and I've got a vision for that business. I've got goals that go along with that vision for this year. And if I've accomplished those for the day, then maybe I can go out and hang out at the mall. But if not, I've got to say no. So again, your vision gives you the passion that you need for whatever that next level is for you. Your vision forms your priorities and determines what are you literally going to work on in the day. You know, I read something uh, a couple of weeks ago, Roberta, that just hit me like crazy. And I said um, 
that uh, I, I like to sleep. I love my sleep. And sometimes, you know, sometimes I get enough, sometimes I don't. But I was just laying <laughs> in the bed, and, um, and I wasn't doing anything. I, I needed to get up. I needed to get some work done. But I was laying in the bed, and I read something, and it said that if laying in the bed is making you money, continue to lay there. If not, get <laughs> Love it. So it just, it was, it, but it just hit me, you know. I've got a vision I've got to work on. And if I say that I'm going to do it, then my priorities should be around that. And again, what, so what that That's did right. is made me readjust what time I went to bed so I could get enough sleep at night and not have to sleep late in the, in the daytime. Because uh, the Bible That's tells right. you that, you know, that you get all your work done during the day. So, but, um, but, you know, thinking about why is it important is because your vision, therein lies your passion. Your vision, therein lies your priority. So your priorities. So your vision, the vision for your life, the vision for your ministry, the vision for your business, for your career, those things really form and shape how you're going to move forward in the areas of your life. I tell people, have a vision for every area of your life. Have a vision for your marriage. Have a vision for your children, you know, not just your career or your ministry, those kinds of things, but what's your vision for your spiritual life? What's the vision for your finances? You know, that that sort of thing. We just did some goal setting in my inner circle, and part of that was developing the vision in certain areas and then setting goals in each of those areas. But I can go on and That's, on all day about this. You know that for a fact. I know, and it's, <laughs> it's phenomenal. And I want to say thank you for being our guest today. I'm trying to get her back, folks, so we can continue this discussion. We have been truly, truly blessed, and this is Roberta Roberta Inspires on the Media reminding you it is a new season it is a new day and the fresh anointings coming your way cuz it's a new season